0: Hi, it's Mike Morse. Welcome to another edition of Open Mike. We're back in the studio. I have a football in my hands because it is supposed to be college football season. And I'm excited to kick it off with Devin Gardner, who you've probably heard of if you've watched any type of college sports in the last 15 years. Um, he was a standout athlete, not only here in Detroit at Inkster High School, uh, and uh, then he went on to play Starting quarterback at the University of Michigan for a few years and then on to the big league. So you never know who you're going to see. I beat one guy one on one my whole career. It's timing. It's great great time. for the clinching <laughs> goal to bring the trophy back. What you're going to hear. You got a lot of desperate people in the city. They're desperate because they don't have opportunity. Or what they've got to say. When you can take people inside of a crime, show them things they wouldn't normally see. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. That's what you're going to hear on my podcast, Open Mike. Find it where you find your podcasts. i very excited to have Devin Gardner in the studio. Welcome.
1: Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, excited to be here. Excited to dive in to Let's, different things. Huh? Well,
0: you know, listen, I got to be honest with you, Devin. I am, uh, I love football. It's mm. my favorite sport. As do I. 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 <laughs> yes, I know. But it's not, I'm not an expert at it by yeah. any stretch. I actually had to reach out to a couple buddies who are diehard Michigan fans, Um And they had to give me some of the questions Uh and they had to give me some insight into what went on during those few years, because, you know, Michigan fans are a little crazy. They know every detail about everything. (laughs) They
1: know more about me than I know about me.
0: You know, it's, uh, you know, I knew, let's just, but let's start for the people who don't know who you are. I mean, you grew up. Right here in the city, yeah. uh, went to Inkster High School.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you went to Je- U of D Jesuit. I'm at U of D Jesuit yeah. uh, I went Law School. U of D school. first, yeah. yeah. And then you transferred. Yeah, transferred. So you could, to so you could start.
1: Yeah. So uh, I started as a freshman at uh, U of D and then I, I played my sophomore year. But um, in the beginning of my sophomore year, I had to sit out the first five games. So I got in some trouble, uh, just, you know, not, not being a great student. You know what I mean? I had like a 1.3 GPA when I graduated, when I left U of D as a sophomore. So so imagine of, that uphill battle.
0: One of the questions that one of my buddies asked is, "What was the trouble?"
1: Yeah, so I had a 1.3 GPA, right? right so but did
0: you or, were you going out doing
1: drugs? And no, stuff? no, no, no. That, that's that's not the kind. Like that speaking out in class. So they had these things called justice under God, right? They're called jugs, and those are detentions. Okay. Right, and so you get a detention out, you know, having the wrong socks on, oh. being late to class, right? Speaking out in class, you know, just just things. And I was just being a kid, a young. You know, hotshot kid doing kind of what he wants. You know, no no real trouble, but uh, trouble as far as the Jesuits, Jesuits are concerned for sure. So that's one reason you transferred. Yeah. So and and then I, academically, I wasn't performing uh, well just because you know not 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 really dialed in, right? You know, when you're 14 years old uh, and everybody's patting you on the back, right? Especially during football season. And then when football season ends, they kind of forget, and, and you know you're not getting a ton of help, and and you and you kind of you watch the movies when you're growing up, and it's like I'm oh, I'm the quarterback. Why, why would I have to do you know, much of anything, you know, but that—that's just not how it works, right? Yeah. Now. And I found out way too late, uh, and, and there's no coming back when you when you get that 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 far down uh, at U of D. There, there's no coming back, and it was it was great for me just because I got a chance to go to Inkster, where Coach Greg Carter was, where he was actually at St. Martin de when I was in sixth, seventh grade, and they closed before I got to high school, so that's where I would have went, right? And so I get a chance to go play for the coach that I, I initially wanted to play for um and he made it clear that all the stuff that like you know talking out in class just being just not being a great kid right you know i was being i was a great football player i was doing well in football but uh coach carter's whole thing was to make sure that i'm a great student right a, a great person and a great athlete right and and i kind of used those three things to drive each other and 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 graduate uh, leaving yud uh first semester after the football season with a 1.3 i end up graduating with a 3.8 uh, at the end of the year, right? So that's a lot of, and I graduated early. So what matter. was
0: it about his message to you that, that turned you around?
1: Well, so it, it kind of started at UAD, right? And so a quick story, uh, got good film, right? I'm playing at U and, uh, coaches come in and not, and it's not even like the top guys, right? It's not like, you know, the, the Michigans and Ohio, no, those guys weren't coming in. It was just lower level schools, right? You know, still schools that can give you scholarships and things like that. They would come in to U right? Cause I'm so young. Right. Um, and they watch the film. Oh my gosh, these guys, he's amazing. Right. Bring him in. I want to talk to him, Right. And so we get to talking and, 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 you know, the one thing they always go to, especially when you're young, all right, let me see his transcript. Right. And so after looking at my transcript, right, automatically dismissed and right. And I, I don't even remember what school it was or, or what coach it was. They told me you'll never get a chance to play at the next level. They, wow. Like there's no shot, you know, just because of like, you know, 1.3, like to the, to, to most people that you can't come back from that. Right. But, I was very strategic and very diligent in, um right taking all the summer class, retaking every class I needed to take and getting A's right now. I don't think I got another B uh in high school, right? And it was, it was very difficult, but you know, uh, that I mean, I knew what I wanted, right? And I knew that uh without you know, academics and and being a great person, there's no possible way I could ever, you know, reach the level I wanted to there or definitely not reach the level I am now.
0: Okay. So that that's 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 pretty cool. So, you know, Yeah,
1: people you, <laughs> people don't know right? at U of D you get in trouble for anything <laughs> like, well, like I didn't have a blazer and they would give me jugs repeatedly because I didn't wear my bra my blazer but I didn't own one I couldn't you know I mean I, how did you get to U of D in the first place so was it a football uh, thing yeah it was a football thing a friend thing so I had a, a friend named Ernest Thomas and uh Deion Sims who played at Michigan State played I know, at Orchard Lake everybody knows Sims. Deion Sims sure uh he was a year older than us and he was at U of D and there was another kid named Troy Well, a bunch of kids right supposed to be a really talented team uh so Ernest and I were best friends were like hey Either we're going on to Renaissance, um, Orchard Lake, or UOD. Right? And it's like Dion's there. We play basketball with him. All these different things. We we'll all go to UOD. Before my freshman year was over, they all transferred to Orchard Lake. Oh, no so pain. I was the only kid at UOD, and it's just like, oh man. Now, is this
0: a full? That's an expensive school. For, I mean, yeah, yeah. So I, they
1: have scholarships and all that type. You got stuff. a full ride? Uh, my mom's probably it? still paying it off. <laughs> Your mom is? Yeah, yeah. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't think she is. But you know, it was, it was a. Uh, they gave us scholarships or whatever, but you still had to pay some, which was pretty tough for us. You know, we we're on the east side right Not Don't have a bunch, uh, a bunch of uh, money. And so I kind of I felt terrible just because and, and I learned this growing up. Right. And and the more I get to work with younger kids and, and, and seeing the sacrifice their parents make, uh, I didn't understand at that age the sacrifices that were being made for me to get a good education and do all these different things. Uh, and I was selfish. I was I was I was a, I was a butthole. Uh, I think essentially that's what I would call one of the kids right now. Like, you must don't love your parent, right? If you're they're coming out here, they're paying money, they're sitting out in the sun, they're doing all these things for you, and you can't pay attention to detail and do the things that you need to do to be successful while they're putting you in position. That's not love, right? And so uh, I apologize to my mom, obviously, and, and she's happy now. You know, I got a degree in all these different things, and everybody's, like, singing my praises from time to time. So uh, I think I kind of made it up to her. But in those younger years, I wasn't doing a very good job of, of showing my gratitude and appreciation for, you know, my mom who has five children other than me, or okay. four other children other than me, uh, working so hard and trying to put me in a good position.
0: That's amazing. And then, and then you went on to Inkster, you had amazing success. The one mm. thing that, that stands out to me is the dual threat quarterback. You were the number one dual threat quarterback in the United States, yeah. um, your senior year. And so,
1: If we say United States, I, I'm, I like to say I might as well say the world, right? Because right. the United States is the best That's true. Sorry, right? I'll say that again. <laughs> we world, can edit that baby. out. In the uh, world. In
0: the world. You were the number one <laughs> dual threat quarterback in the world. <laughs> in the world. So, I mean, <laughs> what kind of pressure
1: was that? As a senior,
0: you're 17, 18 years old.
1: Yeah. So it it wasn't a ton of so the one thing the one mistake I think I made um in those in those years was I had changed my, I changed my mentality as a person, right? I changed my mentality as a student, right? Competed in the classroom the way I competed on the field, which I'm a fierce competitor on the field. And so I I took that in the classroom and and it was, it was pretty easy for me. Um, The one thing I wish I had done is brought more people along, right? I was, I was kind of a loner, right? Where I'm my senior year, my coach Carter never even knew about this. I would go in, the janitors would let me in. I would go in and I would work 6am every single day, Mm. right? For off season, into the season, every single day, six o'clock in the morning, going in, throwing, not 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 being as strategic I probably wanted to because there's no quarterback coaches and there's no me back then. Uh, but uh, going in, working so hard, but I'm in there by myself, right? And so my senior year, right, we're like a top 10 team in the country, uh, number one in the state and all this stuff. And so we go out and we start off on The number one quarterback in the country starts off on 2, and that's when the pressure starts. Right. So okay. before then, you know, I, I kind of explain this to a lot of young kids I work with. There, there's no pressure if you're uh, prepared, mm-hmm. right? If you're prepared to to succeed and and uh, you leave no stone unturned, unturned in your preparation, there's no reason to be worried and there's no pressure, right? Now there, you're gonna have some anxiety that you have to deal with, but for the most part, you're not worried about the results because you know you've put all the work in. But uh,
0: but when you said you didn't, you wanted to bring more people along with you. It, I mean, why did you lose those first two games? Was it because you weren't in sync with the other players? So.
1: I was working as hard as I could, but everybody else wasn't.
0: Is that what you meant by you didn't bring them yeah, with you the, the, the to make 6 sure a.m.?
1: Yeah, make Practice. sure you're doing the same work that I'm doing so that we are on the same level. And so uh, my, our first game, th- this is the craziest start to a top 10 national, we're number one quarterback in the country to season, I, I would imagine, ever. The first game, we play Ann Arbor Pioneer. Not a powerhouse, right? Decent team, right? And it's at Eastern Michigan. Everybody's there. Uh, the, ho- the whole Michigan football team comes, right, because I'm committed and you know they're right down the street. They come to Ypsiland, they watch the game, and so I score the score a touchdown with about forty seconds left. If they get the ball, they drive down and score and beat us. Oh, right. So that's hard. I'm I'm devastated at right. this point. Like man, I gave everything I had. Right. I'm, I'm talking about left it all on the field, and then we still lose the game. And then we move forward uh, to the next next week. Um, play East Kentwood, who had won the state in track, and all their track athletes play football. Right. So speedy team. Right. And and but not once again not a powerhouse. Not not a football powerhouse. Uh, first play of the game, 75 yards to the, to the, to the house for me, right. Up the, up the left sideline, and, and I'm, I'm thinking like, wow, I, we're back. Right. I ha- probably had one of my best games, uh, in high school. I think I threw for 40 yards, uh, five, five touchdowns and we got blown out. Wow. Somehow. What team did you beat you on that one? East Kentwood. It's up in Grand Rapids area. Okay. Right. And so now you start off on two and, and in Michigan, it's kind of tough to make the playoffs uh if you if you lose three games right and so at this point and we already didn't have enough games because i didn't mention this we played all road games because the year before we dominated our league they disbanded the league and created a league outside of us so everybody in the league made a league and then left us out of it wait that's not nice yeah it's very unkind (laughs) it's 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 weird that the mhsa would allow teams to do that but when you come in with the kind of hype we had every team that we played we needed them right and so they're like we're not coming to play you at your house, right? You, you're coming to our house, right. right? And so we played all these teams away. So uh, then from, from the, that 0-2 start, we're, we move on to St. Edwards in Ohio, right? Which is a a, a power always. Uh, Steubenville, who had like a 60-something game winning streak at home. They hadn't lost right to anybody. I think it was the longest winning streak in the country. And St. Ignatius in Ohio, which is also a huge powerhouse. They have jumbotrons at their stadiums, all kind of crazy stuff like this. And so uh, from from Owen to right, you kind of looking like we may not make the playoffs as a, sure. as a number one quarterback in the country. And so that's when I think the pressure started, because now, even though I was prepared, I don't feel like I helped help my team get prepared as much as, you know, I think, you know, we should have been. And so now it's a little more pressure. Right. And you got to kind of turn it up and, and, and kind of do things that you wouldn't ordinarily do in practice because you got to make up for lost time where you, where you didn't get a chance to work. Uh, as much with the team that you need to. And did you win those next? You won all the so rest of we, the games. We we played uh we played a former state championship team in Michigan. I think it was Muskegon Catholic Central. We beat them. Uh, we beat Saint Edwards. We broke the winning streak on our last game, the last game of the season. We have to win this game to get in the playoffs. We broke the winning streak of um Steubenville and and I think they rioted. Like it was <laughs> like it was a huge deal. Like it was okay. on the radio. Like everybody everywhere was just like. <laughs> I can't believe, correct, you know, they got some home co- yeah. home cooking there, right? There, there's You don't get a long winning streak like that without a little home cooking. And, uh, yeah, we beat them in the last 30 seconds of the game, threw a game-winning touchdown 75 yards. Wow. You and, did. you yeah, threw it. that's the game. So, and you went to the state finals that year. Yeah, so, and then once we get in the playoffs and we play all these Michigan teams, it just happened to be the teams that used to be in our league. And so we're putting 50 on everybody. Boom, 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 knocking them out. And then we get in the state playoffs and then, I mean, state championship. And we lose in the state championship, but... uh yeah, I mean it's it it it's, it didn't start off as as you would imagine. It should start off for the number one quarterback in the country and all of these different things.
0: So then I read about you, Devin, that you're recruited heavy mm. f- for college. Yeah, I
1: mean you had offers from every
0: major mm-hmm. university. I won't even go through the list. You chose Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, is there, you know, uh, one of my friends uh, was curious about the. Um, he remembers back in the day stories of inappropriate recruiting mm. for guys like you and others. Yeah. Is there anything there?
1: Uh, not for me, just because the way I had changed my mentality. Now, Now freshman, sophomore version of myself, uh, getting recruited the way I did, it'll be some of those stories, right? Arrogant, you know, young kid. But moving forward, uh, junior, senior year, like I committed super early because I didn't want to be the kid who did the whole hat switcheroo or I want this or yeah. I get, you got to guarantee me this. I kind of switched my entire mentality uh, and and was a lot more selfless, right? And so it's like, hey, I want to go to Michigan. There's no need to mess around and play. Now, other schools were in it, right? Especially late. uh, Florida came on late where, you know, I actually took a look, but uh, I decided I wanted to go to Michigan pretty fairly early and uh, didn't want to mess around with it.
0: But are there, I mean, are there instances where people would offer you inappropriate things to come to their school, things that they could get in trouble for?
1: So for me, no, I didn't even take visits, right? So you get five visits to all these different schools, and that's when that when that stuff happens, right? Ah, okay. And so I just decided I'm gonna take one one visit to Michigan because I, I, you know, like I you said, knew. you knew, you I, I knew, I know where I want to go. I don't want to play that game and you know go and get enticed about something that you know I'm not even into, right? And get into something. So uh, I, I never even took the visits, which. You know, looking back, I wish I would have probably took some of the visits at least. Could have you been know? fun. Yeah, because right? I mean, you know, all right, growing up in Detroit, you're not getting on an airplane a ton, right? You know, a free trip for your family. I mean, is at it this too point, late? Thinking, this is nah, too I think late. It's a little too late. I just think it's a little too late.
0: So, paid college athletes. Yeah. Um, what is your take on on the, the new plan? And uh, are you against it? Are you for it? Do you think that the college a- athletes deserve some monetary compensation? Um, what's your take? I
1: mean, any, any sane person w- w- will, look at it and say, there's no possible way that you can have a multi-billion dollar industry and not pay the workers, right? The people that are actually is- w- risking their lives, right? Football, one of the most, da- I mean, it's been, it's been well-documented how dangerous it is sure. and, and for, for the people who are in the arena to not, not, not only not get paid, Right. But for you to profit off of, you know, jerseys and and video games and all these different things, and and for the college athlete to to not get a penny, right, to to get nothing, and 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 to go even further to say, if someone were to get you a hamburger, you'll have to sit out the first four games of the season. Right, think about that. I, That's kind of crazy. I'm helping this university make all types of money in this in the NCAA as a whole, billions of dollars. And if I get a hamburger and somebody catches me. I cannot play the first four games, and I'm in jeopardy of losing the entire season. That, I mean, that's just that's, I mean, okay. That, uh, it, so I, I get
0: your take on it. I mean, you're, you're all for it. <laughs> all,
1: for you're it. all for it. You're all for it. And 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 so I feel like it's a slippery slope, right? Well, how much do you play this kid? And, and agents and all these different things. And I think the bare minimum, right? The bare minimum to keep it as amateur. Each player right, has their own likeness, right? I, I wore number seven in college. I wore number 12, and I wore number 98. Every single time I had a new number, that number was in the stores. All right. Now I'm going by, I can't even afford the jersey. Right. It's like $120. They didn't and, give you a and, jersey? And, I mean, you get the ones you wear on game day, but if you try to take that one, you're gonna be in trouble. Right. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And so uh you, you, you see all this and it's just like, come on, man. Like that, that's my jersey, but your name's not on the back. Your name's not on the back. But I, I wear number seven coming in as a freshman, number seven's in the stores. I change the number 12, seven's out, twelve is in.
0: But tell let's. I know your numbers um, have meaning. Let's. Yeah. Why'd you switch from seven to twelve?
1: So it's it's pretty childish. It's just pretty petty. It's a pretty petty story. Well, let's hear it. So my favorite quarterback is Michael Vick, right? All time. Uh, growing up, I wore number seven from the time I was. I started off uh, as a running back my very first year, and then after that, I started playing quarterback. And from then on, I played quarterback. I was number seven. But I wore number 12 one year in between. I think I was eight years old on a t- nine and 10-year-old team. Okay. And so I couldn't get number seven. You know, you're eight-year-old. It was already gone. You're not it getting that. it. That that. get That's kid. not no kid ticket. ticket. Right, yeah. right, right. Okay. Right. So I wore number 12 that year. But uh, number seven my entire life, all the way through high school. At D, they didn't have single digits, so I wore 17. You know, um, So first year, come in, number one quarterback back in the country, right, working hard, doing everything I can. I don't play. Right, but I'm competing. Right, I'm competing. You're behind competing. Denard Robinson, who's another
0: amazing quarterback. Right,
1: getting a chance to you know spot duty and things like that, but not not really you know living up to the Michael Vick numbers. You know what I mean? Uh, next year, uh, Coach Rod leaves. They bring in a pro style offense. I'm thinking this is my shot. Right, but I'm not thinking. Uh, Denard won the Silver Football. There's no way you're playing. Right, right. you're not, you, not that. You, still, you you thought you had a I'm chance. I'm thinking this is me. This is my time. I understand that this is a different offense, but Denard won the silver football. He will not be on the bench next year. You know what I mean? I I wasn't thinking. I'm just a young guy competing, giving everything I had. And Denard was actually my roommate, uh, which did not help things. Uh, He was so nice, like helping me out and stuff and then won't let me play. It's like, what are you doing, dude? Give me a shot. So, right. And so at that point, moving into the next year, I'm going to be a red shirt, sophomore, junior year. I'm like, okay. I'm really disrespecting Michael Vick at this point. I got to take the seven off. I'm not doing any justice. I'm sitting on the bench, and 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 this is not good, right? And so I'm like, hey, I go to uh, Coach Hoke. I'm like, hey, uh, I'm gonna wear twelve this year. Um, I'm, I'm 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 I don't want. It. He's like, why? I'm like, oh, you know, I don't tell him. Like, oh, I just want to wear number twelve, you know. I like Randall Cunningham. Running running Cunningham is one of my favorite quarterbacks. Uh, and I wore number twelve that one time when I was young. And you know, I'm like, okay, I will wear number twelve, right? Because I don't love Randall Cunningham that much. Where I think I'm disrespecting if I don't play. And then that's the year I blow up. I should have kept number seven. It's ridiculous. Well, I was childish.
0: So, what about all the fans who buy the jersey because of the seven, because of you, and then they got to buy another jersey? The yeah, next we're just year making the NCAA 12. all this money. All the, man. And you don't get even another I jersey.
1: I don't get anything. Yeah.
0: So that was the year that you that um, that he got hurt and you came in.
1: Yeah, 2012. 2012 year. Uh, so I go to the coaches uh, early in the year and I say, hey. Uh, kind of tired of sitting on the bench and the Roundtree had had a surgery uh not a not a drastic surgery but a minor surgery on his knee I'm like hey uh if you guys need me to I can you know contribute where I can uh uh, a receiver and do some things and so a lot of people don't know they think that they moved me to receiver which was not the case right I was was performing very well at quarterback but we have a quarterback you know what I mean and so I went in and and being the competitor I am I'm from Detroit right I've competed my entire life never played receiver a day of my life I said hey Uh, Just give me a shot, and uh, I'll I'll do what I can to help the team. Right, like you know, you're gonna have to block. I'm like, I'm I'm not not saying I'm gonna be a left tackle here, but I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do my best. Right. Uh, Roy Roundtree, Jeremy Gallon took me under their wing, taught me every single thing uh, that they knew uh, that could help me, Uh, and I ended up playing fairly decent. You know, being you played the whole
0: first first half of the season as wide receiver.
1: Yeah, I was the leading, uh, I was leader in catches, yards, and and I think in touchdowns. So what game did Denard get hurt in? So Denard gets hurt in the Nebraska game with an elbow injury. Yeah, elbow. It was was elbow ligaments, and it was a lot of lot of stuff going on. That uh, I mean, I still don't even know the whole story. We've talked about it, but he's like, he doesn't even really. Are you still buddies with him? Oh yeah, without question.
0: So tell me this: you're at the game, you're playing uh, wide receiver. Mm -hmm. He's quarterback. He hurts his elbow. You see him go down. You see him get hurt. What's the first thing that goes through your head?
1: So the first thing that goes through my head is. Okay, I got my shot because when I went in initially as a receiver, i am getting my shot, right? I'm getting my shot. Selfishly,
0: yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, look at here. Listen, I've never played any type of sport like you have, but you know, with the accolades that you had coming out of high school, you're working your ass off the first year and a half of college. Um, You want to play? You want to play? But you're playing under one of the greatest. Players never where players right. ever play at Michigan. Right, you may. I mean, if if he stays healthy, you may never get a snap.
1: Never, not until so, I'm a senior.
0: But how? Uh, let's let's just break this down. Up until that, up until his elbow injury. I mean, I, what's going on in your head? I mean, you you might. I mean, if you don't play in college, what are the chances of you getting a shot at pros?
1: Yeah. So like, my I think my biggest development was while I was on that bench watching Dinar play because he was the the greatest teammate I'd ever had. Right helping me in every way possible not like and that's off the field but on the field we're competing like fiercely competing like almost getting into fights at practice a, a lot of times so you're After still practice still competing and stuff like that and so and then we go home with each other and we're good like you know he's helping me uh trying to make sure i'm as ready and prepared as i can be and i'm helping him and so that was the shift in my in my mentality as a person even more right even more so from the high school uh transformation where right i'm not i'm i I'm doing what's best for other people and putting myself aside to help other people while still competing fiercely, right? You can be a fierce competitor, right? You can be a great lawyer and help other lawyers succeed, right? Absolutely. And I think that's a lot of why this country is kind of where we are, right? A lot of people just stepping on people to get to where they need to go instead of helping people along, but continue to work on their game as well uh, to succeed.
0: But selfishly, you want to play.
1: Absolutely. He hurts
0: his elbow. You're like, this is my shot. Did you play that game?
1: No, so he hurts his elbow, and I'm like, yeah, "Geez, I hope he's all right, right?" But I hope I get my shot. Yeah, right. It's just it's, you're not it's wishing both. injury on him. It, absolutely not. Like, and Denard knows that. Denard knows that. It, <laughs> the f- funny story: first time uh, when I first get there, we're meeting Coach Rodriguez, right? Was the head coach? He comes in, he, and they're doing a depth chart because we had competed all through camp. And I'm thinking, like, I, I, I got a shot, right? Because Denard hasn't performed on the field yet. Uh, he, he played a little bit as a freshman, but not a whole a whole lot. I've beaten out Tate, and he's also beaten out Tate. So it's me and him, All right. Tate Forcier, uh, who was a starter before mm-hmm. I got there. because Rod comes in, he says, all right, guys. You know, you got that accent. All right, guys. Uh, Denar, you're going to start the game. If Denar can't handle it, Denar not doing it, Devin, you're in there. And Tate, you'll be third. And he walks out. And I'm like, I can live with that, right? You know, he's been in college for a year, and and for me to get an opportunity, if he's not playing well, I mean, I think that's right. I think I can take advantage of it and all these things. He leaves, and Coach Rod Smith is quarterback coach. He says, "All right, now Denard, don't get Rolly, Wally Pipped." Right? I'm like, Wally Pipped was Wally Pipped, yeah, right? That? So Wally Pipped was a baseball player. I forgot, I forgot the story Tyler, But the the uh, long story short, he was a baseball player on his way to Hall of Fame, amazing player. Gets hurt, his backup comes in, right? And plays so amazingly that he never gets his job back. Right. And that guy becomes a whole you know what I mean? So that's the you, you should look it so up. So he kinda cool. did
0: get Wally pipped.
1: Yeah. He did he technically it was a little later than we anticipated, yes. but yes, he did get so Wally. A year pipped. and a half
0: later he got Wally pipped by you.
1: Yeah, he did. But yeah, so that was a story. And 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 so and, and so Denar knew, like, right, because I performed very well, especially for a freshman coming in, not knowing anything, still wet behind the ears. Right. I performed very well and we were almost dead even, except you know, he has some more explosive plays because he's the fastest man alive, as, as I like to say. But, uh, yeah, moving forward to he gets hurt, right? So Denar knows, I've been waiting. You know, I, I hope you don't get hurt, but I hope I get a chance to play. When and if, if it has you do, to, you know, if I'll you do, I'll be there. and You will not get skin. it back. You will not get it back. And so he gets hurt in uh Nebraska game. Uh, and so I know I'm not going to play that game, right? Because that's just, it seems who ideal. It? Who finished it, though? Uh, Russell Bellamy. Russell Bellamy, who was... Russell Bradley. Okay. <laughs> he threw like two interceptions in the game. Didn't play very well. Why didn't they put you in? So, uh, and, and this is uh, you, you can learn something here. Like uh, for f- those at home, pretty sure everybody's looking like, "Hey, put him in, put him yeah. in." So while I'm playing receiver, I'm not taking the quarterback reps in practice, right? I, I know the game plan from a receiver standpoint, right? It's it's almost too much to know the you know game plan, the full right because I'm a full time receiver at this point. I'm not spot duty. I'm, I'm I'm a starter and and I'm playing every single snap, right? Uh, it's hard to do that and learn all the reads and all the things in court because from week to week things change right the run reads the the everybody thinks quarterbacks about passing right you have to know when to check plays in the run game and all these different things and I'm in the receiver meeting right and and I so I it, it would have been I mean I think you know uh, arrogantly I would have been able to come in and do a little better than Russell Bellamy right but I knew for a fact that they wouldn't okay. you know and, and it could have done me a disservice as well right Throwing me in the fire not knowing what's going on right and and the so the next two
0: years could have been different
1: exactly right So I don't go in the game, but one of my teammates, uh, he's going. Hey, he's a he's a cop now in Florida. Uh, (laughs) What's his name? (laughs) Hawthorne, Brandon Hawthorne. He's he's like the 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 team bully, right? He's crazy. He's from uh uh, Florida, Pahokee, Florida. Those guys are insane, right? Insane competitors. He's under the impression that I'm going in the game, right? So I'm on the sideline, right? And he looks at me. I can see him look at me. And I'm like, I got to get out of his eyesight. He's going to kill me. <laughs> he's like, I, I guess he can't take it anymore. He's like, man, what are you doing? I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> what do you mean? What am I doing? Man, you better warm your rotator cuff up. Hawthorne, I'm not going in the game. What are you talking about? What am I-? And so he ha- he's visibly upset with me that I won't just walk out there and play. But the defense is on the field. And he plays defense. Hawthorne, if that was an option, you'd be out there on the field. You can't just walk out on the... You know what right. I mean? And I just thought that was oh that was God. so funny that he was very, very... Like, he was not happy. Well, like, it's your choice. It's as not as your choice. It's my, as, right. if I, as if I could just insult, Hey, Russ, you're out. I'm in. No. All
0: if I it was I, your choice, you would have been there.
1: If it was my choice, it I would have like been it. there. It Arthur, sounds like, like it. What? But then, I just thought that was so funny that he, like, was very upset with me. All right.
0: So you played the next game?
1: Yeah. So... <laughs> So the, the deal was I play I'm playing receiver right when I initially when I go in, in uh, that game. spring no no that spring oh the spring right? yeah right, right that spring I'm t- I come in and, hey I want I want to help the team whatever but if anything were to happen to Denar, I'm the quarterback right I've, I've proven like there's no <laughs> – me and Russell Bellman aren't even close right mm-hmm. there's no no there's no reason for me to continue to or I mean obviously you want to compete but you know I've earned my keep here right there's no reason for a, a, a trial process if something were to happen to Denaro, I'm the quarterback until I prove I can't do it. That was the deal, right? And we and everybody agreed to it. Um, Nebraska game ends. Russell, Russell was just very very bad, right? Uh, which unfairly for him, he wasn't ready to play football yet, right? He's young. I think he was a might have been a red shirt freshman. And and I don't know if you've ever in Nebraska. That's all they do is football, right? They got the black shirts going, and 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 they love football. And uh, when they when they get some fresh blood in the water, uh, it's not going to be very pleasant, you know what I mean. And so uh, he didn't play well we we'll come back to meetings, and uh, they say, um, Devin, you're going to uh, take all the rest with the twos, second string, and uh, Russell's going to take all the rest with the ones. And uh, at the end of the week, we'll decide who who's the starter, Who who? which I don't, I don't know if you know what that means. That means I'm not going to be a starter. How can you compete oh. with the guy that's taking the one reps? Right. Why taking, would they make
0: that decision? Were you doing so well as a receiver mm-hmm. that they didn't want to pull you from that position? That doesn't make any sense.
1: Uh, I mean, I, I was doing well, but I, I wasn't doing. I wasn't. You know, I was doing fine. Okay. You know, I wasn't. I wasn't like, oh yeah, this is the best you've ever, you've ever seen. Right. We still got Jeremy Gallon and and Roy Roundtree, who are amazing receivers, and I'm taking reps from them because you know whatever. And so they say that, and 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 for me, I'm devastated. Right. I go home and I am hurt. Right, because we had a plan. Obviously, you guys know I never wanted to play receiver. Right, never played in my life. What? But I worked hard to help the team. Right, this is me being unselfish. Right, and they always say you be unselfish and good things will happen. All these different things, and, and for them to come and essentially say you're not, you're not gonna be a receiver, and you're gonna be the backup. Right, I, I'm just, I, I go home and and so like uh, when I when I decided to go. Because uh, I don't know if you know the stigma of a black quarterback moving a receiver, right? Just don't do it, right? Because they'll never, right? Because you're a good athlete and they won't ever, you know, let you go back, right? You're, you're done as a quarterback. I don't understand that. Yeah, so as a black quarterback, if you go to receiver, you're done, right? It's that's just that's a, a penalty. That's a thing. That's, that's it's, just a no. It's a, it's a thing. less thing. It's less of a, it's still kind of a thing, less of a thing now, but, you know, if, if a... But why if, is that? I don't, why? Why? good athlete, you know, the whole good athlete. Right. And, you know, it goes way back to, you know, black players aren't smart enough to play the quarterback position and things like that. Uh, and so it's definitely right. And so my brother, when I, when I made the decision, right, made the decision all by myself to help the team. Uh, he's like, I don't think you should do that. And so I'm pissed off at him. Right. I'm like, so you think he's right at this point you you, you
0: thought you, maybe you made a mistake by helping the team.
1: Fast forward. They come in and say that, and so I me and my brother were kind of at odds. My older brother who's like kind of my dad, mm-hmm. right, going up didn't have a father. He, you know, stepped in as my older brother to do that. Uh we're we're kind of at odds because I'm trying to help the team and make a decision, you know, and I know in the back of my mind that it may it could in that way, but I'm, you know, I'm thinking positively, right? There's no way they go back on their word, all these different things. And um you come into me and 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 it's like, man, he was right. He was right. Can't believe it.
0: So you take snaps from the twos. He's. No, 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 no.
1: That's not the end. That's not the end. The next day we come in. Right. So that's the off day where we meet and we don't, we don't, we don't uh we don't practice, right? So the next day we come in and they say, uh, and so okay, when I go home, I'm I'm devastated or whatever, but I'm still working on me as a person, right? I'm still trying to, you know, not control the things I can't control. Right. And so after I'm after I'm all upset and all these different things, I'm bending and all this, I I take a step back. I'm like guy you have an opportunity you have to do with it what you can like there, there's nothing you can do right what are you gonna do you're gonna go fight everybody like what are you gonna do right you need to prove that you're the best player and though the cars may be stacked against you, you need to do your best right and, and and that's the way you need to live your life and, and you can't practice you can't preach it sometimes and then when something else comes along you don't you don't do the same thing right and so I go in the next day and I'm I'm fully motivated, enthusiasm, right, ready to take those two reps that I know are going to lead me down a path of second string quarterback on Saturday. Go in the meeting, say, "Ha, uh, Devin, you're going to take all the ones and all the twos reps." Hmm. Look at me getting rewarded for you know not you know being a being a good guy or whatever. And so apparently uh, Russell had gotten hurt in the game, and I, I mean I don't really I don't ask questions, I don't care. Don't I've been care. giving my dream back. I'm yeah. good to go. Uh, So I take all the ones and twos. I mean, I barely had an incompletion during the week. I mean, I was on fire. uh, So excited to finally get my shot. Uh, We go into the next uh, next game against Minnesota at Minnesota, right? So that's your first game. First game as a starter at at the University of Michigan. Been waiting on it all my life, right? Uh, The night before, we go to – so you know how cold Minnesota is, I would imagine. It's cold, yep. Very cold, and especially those November months. We go and we practice at Minnesota Stadium at night, the night before. Just to get ready for the code, right? So I'm wired, I'm ready to go, and we're we're practicing, and I can the the ball feels like a brick. I can't throw the ball. I said, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna prove everybody, I'm gonna prove them right that I should probably play it." Right. And so we're going through routes. I can't. I haven't completed one pass. It's, I mean, it's, it's awful. just hard to. Throw. It's just the so ball cold. i just I'm freezing cold. You can't grip it. We didn't have like the 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 hand warmers because we had just gotten off the bus to try to just go, you know, get some throws right. So uh and i'm pretty sure the coaches are devastated like oh my gosh we're getting blown out right denard that night he's because he's there he travels usually don't travel when you're injured but when you're that stature guy and i kind of needed him i think sends me a text like hey man uh, we got practice today whatever you do you you kind of like acting like this wasn't your team i'm not playing anymore this is your team right and so that assurance was was amazing for me
0: see so, so up until that text from denard robinson you thought oh i was questioning he was myself for sure. he was shadow he was on your back he, he you thought oh they, yeah without he, question he was you know you're look. they're looking for you to make a little mistake mm. and you're out of there and he's coming back yeah absolutely a- and he said it's your team yeah and you're like okay
1: i got this got it right so we go into the game and uh because of the night before we started off just running the ball running 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 running, running. right so we get one I get one pass attempt. It's a naked bootleg, right? So you fake left, roll right. So what I do, right? I get on the edge, I make I make plays with my legs and arm. And I throw it to one of our tight ends who's a blocking tight end that for some reason was in the route. Right. He's fading just a little bit. The defense comes underneath, intercepts it. Right. And it's oh. in our own in our own. Your area, first
0: pass was an interception?
1: I, I think it was like I think I threw a hitch or something, like something small, and then okay. that was my first big third down pass, I think. Uh intercepts it, and then they're in their own territory. They I think they score. But when I go off the field, Denar cause Denar's been in that position, right? He's throwing mm-hmm. interceptions again. He's done all these things. Sure. So he's like, hey, 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 listen. Just just relax. It's no <laughs> you'll be fine, right? Cause I am pissed. I'm like, oh my What's the gosh. coach say? Coach says anything or no? Uh you get on the headphones, it's like, what are you thinking? Right? Cause they can't they you can't see that he's fa- like you can't see this not entirely your it's not it's too fast. Everything's moving too fast. But they were blaming you? Uh, not necessarily, but, but I know that they were, but it's like, hey, you need to make smarter decisions, you know, things like that, right? So, yeah, the bad decision was thrown to the blocking tight end that was in the route. Why do you guys have him in the route is the right. question. But uh, obviously, I didn't say that. I'm just like, all right. And so, Denar, he's like, I'm on the headphones and he's like, because he can hear. He's like, don't
0: worry about it. So, don't he's worry. wearing headphones, yeah, too. Yeah, so he like can hear the like, don't worry about shit. it. Don't, yeah, don't
1: worry about that. Don't worry about that. And so, go out on the next drive. Um, I don't know when it was at some point, but one third down. Drop back. I hitch up to throw the ball to Jeremy Gallon, who's my top guy. He's my guy. I've been working with him every single day since I got the University of Michigan almost. Pump fake. Somebody covers him. I run to the right. Stick my foot in the ground. Run way across the other side of the, stadium, uh, other side of the field. Flip my hips and throw 65 yards down the field for a touchdown wow and then at that point i'm like <laughs> i'm here and i'm good to go how did that feel oh my like the best
0: feeling ever to this minute wa- i've been waiting
1: <laughs> for it working for it since i was five years old i've been waiting for an opportunity like this and for something like this to happen and for me to run left right. right this is michael vick where's my number seven right. jersey somebody get my number seven back right randall kind of had this, some cool things like that too but so
0: you were wearing 12 at that time yeah wearing 12 right do you, do you have the ball from that, I do not have the ball.
1: That, I was so excited. So it's like not even late in the game, right? So I'm so excited. I'm like, I'm about to destroy these guys, right? <laughs> okay. And so from there, I'm running around. I'm wheeling and dealing. And I'm just playing the way I'd always been able to play because there's no pressure to perform now because I've done one of the most spectacular plays that anybody in this stadium's ever seen. Did you win the game? Absolutely. We destroyed them from that point. <laughs> so,
0: wow. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm excited just hearing it yeah. how many years later. Yeah. Uh that's why I love football. So so before I forget, what year did you switch to number 98?
1: So I switched to number 98 that next year. That next year, yeah. So why? So uh, Michigan was doing, uh, and it's one of the greatest honors that you could ever receive in Michigan, and I'm going to explain why. Um, Michigan was doing the... Um, Bring the jerseys out of retirement, jerseys as legends, jerseys, right? Bring them out of retirement, letting guys who exemplify some of the same characteristics, the people that wore them exemplified, right? And so all of them had been out, and nobody wore number ninety eight since Tom Harmon wore it, you know, hundred years almost. And um, who's Tom Harmon for those of us? Tom Harmon, Heisman first Heisman Trophy winner at the University of Michigan, fought in the war. His fighter jet crashed. And he walked away from it, right? Everybody, you know, die. Uh, so that's the type of guy he is, right? Tough guy, right? Wants to fight for his country. Um, obviously a talented football player, right? I think uh, he was the only player at Ohio State Stadium uh, to get a standing ovation by Ohio State's play- fans. He played that well in the wow. game, right? And everybody knows what the game is and, w- and what it means to uh, college football as a whole, but but Michigan and Ohio State. Uh, he gets a standing ovation from their fans, right? That's the type of player, type of guy, type of person he is. And uh, his family, who's Mark Harmon, who a lot of people may know from NCIS, yeah. who actually Great played quarterback actor. at UCLA uh, a little bit, um, hit that family thought that it would be, that I embodied some of those things.
0: Well, that right? was their idea.
1: They asked me, they asked that I, if I would wear it. and so They asked
0: you or they asked the university to ask you?
1: They asked you the university to ask me. Right. So I didn't meet them until the night I wore it, okay. but they asked the university Boy, to you. ask me uh i said let me think about it and you know who the first person i called denard what do you think <laughs> what do you think about this denard He like absolutely wear it right nobody will ever forget that right if you want to make it nobody will ever forget 98 right and nobody else At can ever get that jersey again nobody will ever get it again right so you know it's retired for tom Harmon. but hey i was in there too a little bit so
0: that's it's, that's
1: what an honor. some records in there so
0: that was a quick yes after you talked to denard yeah and then now everybody's buying your jersey again with the number 98 Uh, so you have three but that's your that's the number I mean when you went to to the
1: pro teams did you wear 98 so when I played uh overseas professionally I wore number 98 but when I was with the Steelers they would call me 98 but I wore number 15 okay yeah you can't wear ninety eight. okay (laughs) if Um, I would if I would have gotten good enough I would have been able to wear it in practice though and I would have been good but uh didn't quite get that far
0: so I feel like I got a million questions, and I, I don't want to run out of time with you. I mean, you you left, uh, you had an amazing career at U of M. Mm. Um, you left with, did you leave with a social worker degree?
1: Uh, or did you go back I and get that? I didn't finish it uh, in graduate school. I didn't finish it. But yeah, are you? Do you have? A, are you a social? I mean, do you have no, I'm, so training in that? Or I have great training in right. I've, I had a few more hours left with my internship and things like that. But you know, going to the draft and doing all these different things, and I don't have a great interest in you know going back to school, right? But you know what okay. I'm doing now is exactly what I've always wanted to do. So,
0: perfect segue into young go-getters. Absolutely. So, young go-getters, tell me what it is.
1: Uh, young go-getters is a program that I started. Um, How many? Year, start, when did you start this? Two and a half, a you a year and a half, maybe two years. Okay. What is it ago? Uh, a program that started, you know. Helping quarterbacks develop. I start off with four kids, uh, four under under appreciated, I would say, uh, underdeveloped kids who you know people you didn't think they were very good. Um, and I'm still playing at this time when I'm kind of starting to work with these kids. Uh, and so you, you're well, still playing overseas. Yeah, I'm still playing overseas. And Got so it. the one the one quote everybody uses you if you if you do what you love or you'll never work a day in your life and things like that, right? So. I'm, I'm playing overseas, but when I come back, I'm working with them, right? Helping them and helping them develop, helping them as young men and and, and kind of give, showing them ropes, right? Giving them you know opportunities to not make mistakes that I made, uh, helping them also as quarterbacks. So I go and I play in Canada, and then when season ends, right, and I come back home, I'm with them, and I'm doing this every single day, right? Every single day. But this is with no job, right? No money coming in. I have some money saved up. Uh, but no money coming in, everything going out, right? Got to park bills. I'm a grown up at this point, right? Um, but I'm every single day just doing it. Every day, every day. Hot sun, outside all day. We're four, three or four hours a day, every single day, because they're out of school. And uh, one of the kids that I worked with, uh, I'd known him since he was born, since before he was born. His grandfather was my first coach, right? And so I, we go to the same church and I've known him forever. And so his dad, I know his dad and and, and his dad coached me as well. Uh, he pulled me aside one day, and I'm almost at I'm almost a year doing this. Just uh, at least se- at least seven, eight months, you know, just doing this. And he's like, "Hey, because uh, kids pop in, pop out, right? I have these four kids, but other kids pop in, pop out, work out, you know, whatever. No, no charge or anything like that." It's like, "Hey, I understand you. You know, you love, you're, you're enjoying this. You love doing it, and and you can I can feel your passion. I can feel your love doing it. But at some point, you you got to do something, right? You can't just continue to." You know all like i'm taking them out to eat you know we're just I'm, I'm you know i'm being the big brother i don't have a little brother right i'm kind of being the big brother that you know that they, they needed and you know look for uh fast forward one of the kids was the first was the youngest player to ever get offered a scholarship by the university of michigan in the seventh grade uh the other kid who a lot of people said he wasn't good enough and he's the reason their team won't ever be successful won player of the year gatorade player of the year mr football in michigan and won the state championship and this is all in the same like year after we after we worked, you know, for so long. Wow. And then the 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 we had a sophomore that was at Morehouse who was all all conference as a as a true sophomore and then our last kid who was the least likely kid to get a scholarship, too small, too slow, too this, too, you know, Elon Mitchell, uh earns a scholarship and he just graduated. He's he's at Army University Army, Army University right now and earned a full scholarship and his parents won't have to pay for college. Holy and that was like the biggest shit. uh success I think of. And You know, we had some really good successes with the kids, but uh that was that was the, one of the biggest successes I could cuz you know, that's my he's my family essentially, right? You know him since before he's born. His granddad was my coach. And so uh that was that was a huge go for me, right? To make sure that he his family doesn't have to pay for college, right? And, and he got a chance to do that. And uh So you're 4 for 4. I was four for four, for sure. But but what oh, is, so start.
0: like the like the man said to you, What how do you turn this into a, a job? What's your dream? What's your goal? Do you want to be a professional quarterback coach? Because mm-hmm. it sounds like you got what it takes. Yeah. Um, or you want to work with the younger athletes? I mean, what what, what do you want to do with so this? So it's interesting
1: you said that. Uh, now we have five years old to, oh, I mean. Oh, so you have
0: more kids now.
1: Yeah, five years old and up, right? How and many so, kids are you coaching right now? it's a ton like uh, regulars about 20 20 something kids holy but like, cow other than that you know kids are popping in popping out and we're getting new kids uh, every day it's kind of at this point it's kind of tough to get in the program just because it's just me right and i kind of want to make sure i can pay attention to everybody and, and kind of and and a lot of a lot of what we do a lot of people think you know because our kids are talented right they get really good like the kid that got offered as a 12 as a year old uh you know with that type of pressure right moving forward he threw 33 touchdowns as a 14 year old freshman last year and went to the state championship right and so he's prepared right there's there like there's no secret that what we're doing is working mentally uh as athletes and as people as young people and so but a lot of people think you know because they're talented we're just doing football right and playing quarterback and we do receivers as well playing quarterback and playing football in general is so much about how you think about yourself How you treat other people, how you you motivate yourself, right? Because uh, as much as, you know, everybody wants to think it's flowers and roses, you go to college or, or even in high school at this point, people aren't motivating you. You need to motivate yourself, right? They're actually trying to tear you down to see what you got, right, when the fire gets hot, right? And so you need to find a way to motivate yourself. And we've been able to do that with our five-year-old, our five-year-old is amazing, right? And and you think a lot of people, like when I tell them, hey, we got a five-year-old, eight-year-old, whatever, like, oh, okay, five-year-old, eight-year-old. And then they see them do their stuff, and they're like, oh, you have a five-year-old, eight-year-old. Wow. Yeah, and so they're very talented. But it, it, I think it has a lot less to do with their physical gifts and a lot more to do with how they're wired and how their mind has been transformed and transmogrified while we've been training, right? Because I put them to the fire. I'll put them to the fire, the five-year-old, just like I'll put the 18-year-old to the fire. And they work together. They help each other. Uh, they get in trouble for not speaking up for themselves, right? Things like that. They, they get in trouble for not helping others, right? They, they don't get in trouble for making bad throws, right? That's something we can help and fix, right? We need to make sure that as a person, when everything else is in line, now we can move forward with these throws and, and making sure we're talented. And um, it's it's one of the greatest decisions. I've, best job I've ever had. So I mean, the only job. Are,
0: are, this, are you... Making
1: money from this yet? Uh, I mean, some money, right? Not not getting rich about it, you know. It's just, I mean, this is still a passion play. It's 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 a lot of passion play. Uh, I work for Fox Sports as well. Right, so that's helping a lot
0: okay right, what do you so do for it. fox sports
1: uh, i do uh commentary for sports if they were ever returned right. and uh i have a i have a show a podcast which you know one day maybe you know you can come on I'd and be honored yeah. podcast is called forward progress yes, you've had two episodes yeah two episodes so far short little episodes yeah soon what,
0: what's the vision for the podcast
1: uh i mean just tackling different issues talking sports talking and, and i try to do like community leaders in the city and, and people that you know have uh, ties to the state of Michigan right because you know I, I think that people want to hear about you know how they've got through their uh, I, I call it a turn back moment in every episode where what point in your life right because everybody has it right my turn back moment You could, you could say that 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 meeting where they say hey You're gonna be a second-string quarterback essentially in so many words, mm-hmm. right? Do I quit right? Do I turn back and, and 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 assure that it will never happen for me or do I continue to push forward and obviously I continue to push forward but um, yeah, and and hearing like the different turnback moments and and when they happen for different people. My last guest was the Scar Brothers, who I saw that very funny nine years ago. They were the Scar Brothers, right? They were already you know they've yep. been on movies, all these different things, and they had their turnback moment nine years ago when they had already become what they wanted to become. They all they almost hung it up and said hey I'm not gonna yeah. do this anymore because of a, of a situation where it was a part tailor made for them they didn't get it and they signed someone else and, and they're like well maybe this isn't for us if you, you know yeah. what I mean and, and for for two successful people who have made who've been, made a unique living you know with the, with what they have and they're much different than any other twins out there right they're not trying to be the same right they're very different they play off each other very well for them who had already become successful and and, and taking care of their families and to 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 sit down with each other and say hey maybe this isn't for us right is insane right because you always think that turn back moment is that beginning right when when it's so hard because it's just the beginning right you can't can't really right you start in in your one in your house as you know a law firm and and you're trying to get forward and and it's just like your forward progress has really been halted and and then you stop right but think about you know your forward progress right now what it is right now i've seen the the giant building that we're in right now what if you say i don't want to do this anymore Right, that's essentially you know on a different scale how they were, and obviously they chose to continue forward and uh, funny dudes
0: check out uh, forward progress. And I I was gonna go right to the, to what what, you, what your thoughts are about the co- current college season, but before mm. I get there, you know I'm stuck on the fact that you're this world class athlete um, watching Denard Robinson run around the field like All a maniac, and and did, were you Good enough to transfer to another school and start at another school. Without question. The, okay, I assume so, but again, yes. I'm not an expert at, at college yeah. sports. So you could have said, "Screw you, Michigan! I'm going to." I mean, a major a major university Absolutely. would have loved to have had you. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And you said, you know what? I'm going to stick it out. Even if I don't play, I'm going to help the team any way I can. I'm going to improve myself. I'm going to get all life's lessons, mm-hmm. which is what you did. And it paid off in the Nebraska game, uh, after the in the Minnesota game. And you're thrilled with how it all went,
1: Yeah, I it mean, sounds. Yeah, I'll do it over again, for Same sure. Same thing. You would have gone yeah, back I mean, to
0: Michigan. You would have done everything. You would have volunteered to be uh, a receiver, the whole thing, the whole nine yards. I mean,
1: so a lot of kids today and this is why you get so many training, they're choosing schools for the wrong reason i didn't choose the school for the coach i mean i like the coach i thought it was a good offense all this i chose a school for what it what it what it represented and what it could be for me moving forward right so i'm a talented football player i can be a talented football player anywhere i thought right and, and arrogant maybe i don't know but i thought that i could be a talented football player anywhere but i chose a school because of the opportunities that could present themselves post playing football, right? You have to live and be a person on this planet a lot longer than you'll get a chance to play football unless your name's Tom Brady. Right. Obviously, if right. you're Tom Brady, you can play forever, right? But us normal humans don't get a chance to play that long. And, and I knew even as a young kid, and I had a lot of help from Coach Greg Carter, uh, who, who, who kind of laid it out for me. Uh, and made sure that you know I, he didn't steer me in any direction, but he just gave me the the realistic uh, w- what I was up against. And and yeah, I'd do it all over again. And yeah. D-
0: difference between playing for Brady Hoke and uh, Rich Rod? Uh,
1: How do you sum that up? <laughs> I love Coach Rod. Coach Rod was amazing. Uh, he loved his quarterbacks. I'll tell you that. Loved his quarterbacks. And, and then Coach Hoke was more of a defensive guy. You know. So I mean,
0: no inside scoop. Did you like one over the other?
1: Oh uh, yeah, I love Coach Rod way more. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Okay. And what, how do you think Harbaugh is doing with the team?
1: Uh, You know, we haven't won the, you know, the big one, like, like everybody had hoped. Uh, Hadn't, hadn't got the greatest quarterback play like everybody had hoped. But if, if you look at what he's doing, a, he's doing a great job, right? He's, he's winning a lot of games, right? With subpar quarterback play. And so. So why I, isn't I, he bringing you in to help his quarterbacks? Uh, you got a great record. Coach Harbaugh, you know i don't know if i could i, I am 4 and 0 right now would you do that would you go to a college uh, what's your dream i, I don't know uh, i think i'm living my dream right now okay. i think right cuz like when i went to college initially i wanted to do uh broadcast right i wanted to do i wanted to be the guy on tv talking about football when i'm when done did playing you, football. when did you
0: when did when did you feel that you wanted that? That, you that that's
1: what i wanted to do from the start oh. right that's what i wanted to, that's what i wanted to study you knew that was the end game that's what team. i wanted to do right okay. i got i had braces for 4 years we're gonna we're gonna make our, we're gonna get a return on this get investment. That smile, you know what I mean. You got a nice smile. Yeah, you got thank a nice you. I appreciate teeth. It. Yeah, and so uh, some things transpired where I wasn't able to take those classes because they interfered with football practice while I was competing to play the communication classes. Yeah, and you know, didn't get a chance to take the classes that I needed. You know, because I'm a student athlete. You know, but football practice is a little more important than you know getting the class. You know what I mean. So I didn't get a chance to do that. But in spite of all of that, I, I'm still getting a chance to do it and. And I think it's because I, you know, I've kind of continued my forward progress, right? That's why I named the show what I named it, right? I I don't let things, you know, stop me from continuing to fight and move forward, uh, no matter how devastating. And so I think that I think that's why I've, I've been able to be, you know, the success that I, I've made. I mean, I'm not the most successful person on the planet, but I think I've done well for myself with with what I've done. It's an amazing
0: story, Devin. You know, we're 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 in a time right now where they literally within the last 24 36 hours decided that the you know the college football was in our area is not going to go forward yeah. um, I read some stories this morning how how upset the players are they literally just found out they're practicing all summer um, they're ready to go um, all the ideas of how this affects their future and effect, I mean it, it affects I mean everybody in the world is affected by by this horrible virus but I mean, do you think they made the right decision by suspending play?
1: Uh, I can't say that. I can't say they do just because of, of I mean, take the players off for just one second. Obviously, we're going to talk about the players and with how they're suffering. But what about the people that work in those stadiums? These are 100,000, 110,000 seat stadiums. And those people will not have jobs during the time that they expected to have jobs. right? And so those people have families and and, and sacrifices will be have will have to be made and loans will have to be taken out and debt will be, you know, accumulated. I mean, a lot of different things are going to transpire. Uh, not to mention those mom and pop shops that during football season make a killing and that's how they, you know, fund the rest yeah. of their year, right? A lot of that stuff is taken away. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like there, I think there had to be uh, a better way Right to try to find and, and and I don't I don't think they left no tone, no stone unturned in trying to find a way to make it happen. Well, it sounds
0: like they, Coach Harbaugh, you know the practices are safe. They want to play without they fans. They have zero
1: positive tests. Zero. <laughs> zero positive tests after you know I think they initially had a three a few and then that w- went down and as they've been at practice they've had fewer t- like. I mean, it seems it, like they should be able to find
0: test them every day.
1: Wherever they're whatever know. they're doing is working just fine, right? And and you know, Michigan's not the only program, right? Illinois, I saw that they they got the same type of model, uh, and and I haven't heard what Ohio State's model is, but I guarantee you they're doing it right, right? Because right. they want to win and they want to play. They don't want to let a year go to waste uh, and not participate in football. So I think that uh, the economy is 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 going to suffer. But and then let's talk about the players. The players have worked so hard and and this is not like a uh oh we've worked hard for this summer we've worked our entire lives for this right so think about the i'm, I'm gonna give two examples right one is going to be a lower level one to be on a grander scale the first example i want to give is the maybe he's a sophomore got hurt as a sophomore maybe a talented player Junior year doesn't quite figure it out senior year is going to be his year to figure it out and get at least a chance to play at the next level right the thing he worked for his entire life he doesn't get a senior season And so now there's no chance of him. Right. And so now he has to on the fly. Think of a new plan. Right. And and as much as everybody wants to say he should have had a plan school. I just told a story of how I didn't get a chance to take communication classes because they interfere with football practice. Right. So you can't you can't expect these young kids who have worked so hard for one goal. I don't know. Maybe some people haven't worked so hard for something. Right. But they've worked so hard for a goal and then it's stripped away without even an opportunity right that's one example right because so many lives have been changed up by the guy that got a chance to play that senior season and maybe it wasn't a first rounder but he got a chance to get his foot in the door and he made a career out of it for 15 years and now his family is set for life and he's bought businesses and, does, and he's changed a generation for his family that has happened so many times and now on a grand scale in this year there's going to be opportunities not going to present itself now a grander scale Joe Burrow and and it's so funny. I talked about this a few weeks ago, and he tweeted it out himself. I think a day ago or two days ago. If this happens 365 days ago today, Joe Burrow's life is totally different, and he's looking for a job as a as a junior, right? Okay, player, right? Not not the nobody's talking about him, right? Sixth round, fifth round, maybe, right? You might get a shot, or maybe undrafted free agent comes in, plays his senior season. Plays amazing, lights out. He's a number one pick in the NFL draft, and I don't know what the guaranteed money was, but I'm getting, I'm telling you it's a lot. But the signing bonus I think was like something upwards of thirty million dollars. Wow. Three hundred sixty-five days. Three hundred. If this happens, All that's gone. If this happens a year sooner, yeah. Joe Burrow is done interning here. Maybe not, I don't know, right? But if, he, if he's lucky. Yeah, you know what I mean? will teach me how to right? I don't know if you football. got $30 million signing bonus for well, him, though. <laughs> right? I mean,
0: not usually, but uh, right? and so,
1: for the and, right guy. Yeah, and as an athlete and as a football player, you're going to be fine, right? You've learned all the things you've learned of working hard and all these things. So Joe Burrow will probably be fine going forward, but his life has changed forever. He doesn't have to throw a single pass, and he will be fine. He can go buy a vineyard or do whatever he wants to do, and his family will be fine, Right? 360. If this happens one year earlier, that is not the case for Joe Burrow, and that's wow. the big scale, right, where he's the number one pick and and all things are perfect, and he he goes and does that. But uh, the smaller scale is the one I'm thinking about, where you get so many guys who need that senior season to to perform as well as they can perform and get their foot in the door, and they're a hard enough worker that they get a chance to make a career out of it, four years, five years, twelve years, however many years, and that's been stripped away.
0: Totally devastating, sad for the fans, for the players. Mm for everybody. Yeah. Well, Devin Gardner, we're out of time. You are a fascinating guy. I, I love what you're doing with these kids. I love that you're instilling in them all of the life lessons that you've learned mm. up to this point. It's, it's, it sounds like it's 10% about football and 90% about life lessons. <laughs> Maybe 95. And these kids are <laughs> lucky to have you. And uh, I think our community is lucky to have you. So, um, I subscribed to your Instagram today, your Facebook, um, uh, to your podcast. I, I encourage everybody listening to do so. Devin Gardner's, uh, you're on Twitter. Find you. Uh, we'll link all your stuff to our show notes. Mm. And um, we appreciate you coming on Open Mic today.
1: Oh, thanks for having me. It's been fun. My pleasure.
0: Thanks for watching another episode of Open Mic with Devin Gardner. I learned a ton about football, things I had no clue on, and um, I thought it was really fascinating. If you like this, send this episode to your University of Michigan football fan or any sports fans you know. Uh, subscribe to our channel, like it, comment, go over to Devin Gardner stuff, follow him, support him, because he's doing some great things for the kids here in Detroit. Thank you.